Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. Today, we have as our guest, Contessa Louise Cooper. She is an author, advocate, entrepreneur, and healer. She is also the president of the New Jersey chapter of the Holistic Chamber of Commerce, the creator of the Modern and Alternative Health magazine, and the founder of the MAA Center for Autism. She provides safe spaces for individuals to be their authentic selves so they can begin a holistic and spiritual healing process. She is no fluff and will dive deep into your physical, mental, and spiritual health to facilitate your wellness journey. She understands culture, spiritual beliefs, and self-identity play an important role in your healing process. She sees clients locally and through virtual appointments worldwide. Welcome, Contessa. How are you? I am doing so well. Thank you so much for having me here. I cannot wait to get started on our conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Our on-air conversation, because we were laying down some stuff before we came in here. (laughs) Yes, we were. (laughs) Now, here on Sovereign Self, we like to look at the journey and how our journey plays into what's going on. And so I would love it. You can, you can share some of your backstory with us. Where did you come from? What brought you to your moment of, oh, shit, I have got to do some stuff differently? And then how has your life changed since you've had that moment of, like, foundational rock bottom awakening? <laughs> so wait, how much time do we have? Because we have, like, a whole life journey like, You've got 16 minutes on the pre-awakening and 16 minutes on the post. <laughs> so the pre-awakening. So my, my story starts way back as a teenager. I was a teenage mom. I know. Oh, my gosh. Teenage mom. Yeah, it's the end of your life. I'm sure your parents freaked out. Oh, completely freaked out. Like, didn't talk to me forever. I was like the worst Being pregnant and a teenager was like the worst thing that could possibly ever happen, right? Oh my God, you're going to ruin your life, blah, 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 all of that. Not even to mention that like the religious part of it. Oh, oh yes. Um, Well, and we have some some stuff I know you can share around the religious part of it that we share in common. Yeah, so I was definitely going to hell. Um, (laughs) You and me too. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I I ended up giving birth early, you know, to a little boy, had to spend 30 days in intensive care, never wanted to be a parent, didn't know the first thing about parenting, but oh my gosh, when I saw him in that little glass box with all those tubes and wires and the beeping, my heart just swelled up and I was like, oh, I am going to be the best mama I possibly can for you. It's amazing how transformational that first rush of mother love is. Right. I didn't expect it at all, right? And little did I know that his life was going to be filled with challenges. You know, he he was doing fine, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. 
Yeah. You know, he stopped talking. He stopped making eye contact. He stopped playing with toys. It was like he was a completely different child. So I took him to the doctors. They did testing. Uh, and back then they used words like mentally retarded. We don't use yeah. words like now. Oh, God, because it doesn't mean anything. Right, yeah. right. But that was the term that they used then. And I'm sitting there in the doctor's office and they were like, this is your child. You know, he's not going to be, you know, he's going to need a lot of help. He's going to need a lot of money. You're young. Won't you go ahead and institutionalize and have another <gasps> one? Like they're exactly. Well, yeah. Just, just exchange him for a non-defective <laughs> model. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. You don't need this one. Just go have another one. This isn't fine. You know, we'll make both <sighs> of mistake. No big deal. And I was like, no, more testing, more testing, more testing, ended up having autism. They didn't okay. know a lot about autism. People were scared of autism. They thought they could catch it. You know, I couldn't find childcare because nobody knew what to do with this child who just was in his own world. Right. Like, didn't communicate with anybody, didn't want to play with the other kids, didn't want to be touched, didn't want to do, didn't eat, you mm -hmm. know, and so couldn't find childcare, couldn't go to work, couldn't do anything. So I did what I had to do. I turned to exotic dancing. Yep. Up and down yep. that stripper pole. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And again, oh my gosh, the worst thing that could possibly happen, right? Oh, my daughter is going to hell now. Yes. Not like seriously going to hell now, right? Um, but I had to take care of my son. What was I supposed to do when all and I could do was work at night when he was sleeping? That's the only time when people would watch my kid for me. And you needed to make enough freaking money to take care of his needs, which are right. substantial. He had therapy. He had special food. He had, he had to have special lotions. He had severe everything. Thing. Yes. And here I am in my 20s dealing with all of this. Yeah, it's and a no lot all no by yourself because your family has decided you're going to hell. They decided I was going to hell. They and weren't very helpful then, left me kind of on my own. I didn't have anyone to go to for advice or for help or anything. And so I learned to rely on me. I had to rely on my gut instinct on how to take care of this child that no one understood but me. Back then, I didn't understand what was going on. But yes. now I know that I was getting information from the universe to help me with my family. From then, I was like, oh, I guess I'm guessing right. I guess I can figure this out. <laughs> so far, it's working. <laughs> it's working. It's working. And so, you know, after all that, I got married, got divorced again. Oh, that was a long story there. Um, and one day, I just woke up and I didn't like me. I didn't like my friends. I didn't like my job. I didn't like any of this. I was like, I didn't want any of this. How did, did I end I up here? Here. Yeah. Here. This was not what I wanted for my life. I didn't even like the person that I, I, I looked at in the mirror. I didn't even recognize her. I'm like, who are you? Oh, my goodness. So what, what did the outward trappings of your life look like when you had that mirror moment of, I don't even know who you are? And so, you know, I was trying to adult, you know, okay. trying to be the person. As we all do, right? We're given this list of things. 
tried to be the person everybody wanted to be. I started going to church. I was like deeply involved in church and that didn't feel right. I didn't fully agree with everything that was being said, but I felt like that was all I was supposed to do right. That made everyone happy. That made up for all the mistakes I did in the past. Yeah. That, that, was, that was the way of me saying, I am so sorry for being such a terrible human being. But you would do literally anything to take excellent care of your child. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's like no one offered to pay for anything. No one offered to come in and help. Yeah, they, nobody said there's a program over here. Well, Nothing. There really yeah. wasn't a lot of programs back there. Not like they are, are now. today. You know? Exactly. Um, because again, lack of understanding. There wasn't any studies. We didn't have this Facebook group. It's not like I get on the internet and type stuff out. We <laughs> and find other mothers who are in the same situation. Yeah, it was, it was really, really tough. And so I was trying to work my forgiveness. I was trying to be a good person because I figured all this shit was happening because I was a bad person mm -hmm. because this was my punishment for what I've been told all of my life bad things will happen to you because you're such a terrible person yes um, and, and that's so a very common thing that we get raised with especially in a religious household right yeah. right and so I was just trying to find forgiveness in every single way that I could pleasing everybody but the person who is most important, me. Yes. So everything that I liked, everything that I enjoyed, I pushed all of that away. Anytime anybody says, oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, that makes you bad. Oh, that makes you evil. That's not how young ladies act. That's not how you're supposed to adult. All of that I shoved away, away, away until I was just a shell of a woman there was nothing on the inside and so if you looked at me I was smiling on the outside but and there you was looked, nothing you oh looked I look so amazing oh yeah. I good yes, got yes. the nails got the right clothes driving the right car the part honey let me tell you dead 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 dead, dead. dead on the inside no joy no happiness no spark no nothing just living from moment to moment not even living I would have to say surviving yeah dragging your body from moment to moment moment yes. moment <sighs> yeah and so a lot of people find themselves in that place where yep. you look at yourself and you're like the hell? <laughs> what the heck did I do? What have I gotten myself into? And how do I get, get out? out which is the big important question because yeah. some of us feel like we're trapped and there really aren't options to leave because we get these we put these handcuffs on. Well, I can't get divorced. We'll go back to the religious family again. I can't get divorced, right? I I have to stay in this employment that I have because I've now got a mortgage and a payment and all of this stuff tied to it. I can't, I'm trapped. I can't go anywhere. Yeah. So how did you cut through the handcuffs and the chains, Contessa? I had to figure out what was important to me and what was I willing to sacrifice 
to get to it. Mm. And so what was kind of your first step on that path? My first step was, I don't like these people that I'm around. (laughs) So all of them had to go. (laughs) (laughs) There's a bold social choice. (laughs) (laughs) They all did. And one day I woke up and I literally said, I need to replace all of these people with people who are open-minded, with people who are creative, with people who are non-judgmental, with people who can take me on my next journey. Mm-hmm. And I began to start cutting people out of my life. And I was really surprised because most of them people didn't like me either, right? Ah, <laughs> come to find out. <laughs> Right, right, right. They didn't like me either. I didn't like them. But when you start letting people out of your life, they get offended. Like, what? You don't Why want would to you release me? Right. Like, we've been friends for the last 10 years. Yeah, but none of this was real. Yeah, I wasn't being me. You don't actually know me. You don't know me, but you have the opportunity to get to know me if you want. That real me. You might not like the real me, but you can stick around if you want to. (laughs) And were there any that tried to exercise that option? Yes, yes. I was actually surprised because people are nosy. So that's why they like the behind the scenes speak, right? (laughs) Exactly. So they were waiting to see who this person was that I've been hiding mm-hmm. all of these years. <laughs> Ooh. Were shocked. And some of us like, there she go. I knew she was in there. I knew there was more to her. <laughs> right, right. For her to come out. The hardest thing was your family, right? Oh, That's yes. Hardest things to say, I understand that you love me. I understand you want the best for me. You have to understand that I'm going to say, and I'm going to do some things that you may not agree with. And that's okay. You can choose to be a part of it, or you can choose to watch it from the distance. And this is a conversation I had to have more than once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because if your mother's anything like mine, she's all up in there. All up in there, you know, and we have a great relationship. Now, it took years, years to get there because in their mind, I'm still that 16 year old pregnant teenage daughter who makes terrible Terrible. decisions (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that will ever go away in their eyes no matter how old I get it takes a long time for them to forget that and the unfortunate thing with dementia is they forget the recent stuff first and they remember the past better so um, yeah (laughs) (laughs) you can't win right (laughs) no you can't win just when you're moving away from that it's going to go back the other way (laughs) 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 yay something to look forward to (laughs) 
I'm here to serve. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> oh my goodness. So uh, how did you work through that process with your family? There Was there one person who was especially challenging and what was kind of the pivotal thing that you worked with them? My father. My father, military, um, always by the book, always by the rules for everyone but yes. him. For everyone. Oh, well, because he's the commander. He makes the rules. Exactly. He makes the rules. doesn't have to follow them. He makes the rules. And we have always fought about rules as long as I can remember. And even still, as, even still, we have, like, again, we have a great, a better great relationship but still, he'll still come off with I'm your father you have to do what I say I was like dude I'm 46 like <laughs> you're, you're you know 30 some years too late for that right, like you gotta let me do my thing you just have to and love me regardless you don't have to like the things that I do what I'm asking is that you respect me enough to still show up at the important moments of my life and the in important moments of my children's lives. Yes. That's all I ask. You know, we don't even have to talk about those things. Don't even have to mention it. I know the things that you don't like. We won't even discuss it, but just know that I still love you and I still want that fatherly love from you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, And I know many of us would like to think it's one conversation and done. How long did it take to really still, get? Still, we still. still it's ongoing, but, right. but better. <laughs> still. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to delve into where your new direction is, how you found that new direction after you did your social house cleaning. But we're coming up on our break here. So I'm going to put that on hold. We can anticipate that. And for all you folks out there in listener land who are with us today, if you would like to continue this conversation on Facebook, you can find Contessa at Contessa Louise. That's C-O-N-T-E-S-S-A-L-O-U-I-S-E. I I spelled it right. (laughs) And you can hook up with me at Zofia Renea. That's Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A. Hang with us through the break and we will be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well... 
we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. We are back from the break. Thank you for hanging with us. This is Zofia Renea. I'm here talking to Contessa Cooper today, and we are having an absolute blast. <laughs> you, you should definitely be doing the, the behind-the-scenes peek on the Transformation Space page today because <laughs> we are in rare form. <laughs> I would like to think that we're in normal form. Like, this ah! is happening. <laughs> when two people, high energetic, you know, people get together, we're a party on ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the things that, that we've kind of brushed up against, and I didn't even warn you I was going to bring this up, so I'm just putting it out there. We've brushed up against the whole difference between the spiritual relationship with the divine and religion. And I'm going to put that out there because I think it's important to recognize that there is a distinction. I know in my experience, I find that when religion is at its highest and best, it serves as a guide path to that experience. What's been your experience? And so I didn't grow up in a religious household Um, I would say when I was younger, my mother was spiritual. We had books on astrology. She was into numerology. She played lottery. There was, we would have dimes in our windows and in our walkways, you know, there was salt everywhere. She was, she was definitely very spiritual. And I grew up being a free spirit, right? Being able to, with, at least with my mother, being able to talk and express myself and being creative. My dad was always traveling, so he wasn't home all the time. So he had a lot of freedom when he was away. Nice. Um, and so in my teenage years, my mother had a tragedy. Her, her mother died, so my grandmother passed. And when she did, my mother then decided to turn to religion mm-hmm. as a way to cope with the loss of her mother. And so my life completely changed. She, all the astrology books went out, numerology went out. We weren't allowed to say certain things. We're only allowed to listen to certain music. Sunday, she drug us to church. My everything, the way that I grew up changed and I was completely resistant. Mm -hmm. I was the only one 
my younger sister followed through. My dad followed. My mom was the, you know, the ringleader of it all. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. I'm not doing this. I don't believe in this. This doesn't feel good to me. So at that point, that made me the outsider in my family. And I caught wrath because I would not follow in their religious footprints. I saw it as bondage. I saw religion as you're coming and taking away everything that I knew to be true about my life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. And I didn't want anything to do with it. And so every time I went to church, here's somebody now telling me this is how you're supposed to live your life. And I was like, nope, I liked my life the way it was before. I was happy <laughs> I'm not quite sure where all this is coming from. And you're telling me these stories and I'm like, uh, I don't know if I believe it. And then when you have a child with special needs, there's all this talk about faith. Faith. If you have enough faith, you could heal your child. You have enough faith, your child can be made whole. And so because my child still remained with autism, you were telling me every day that That I I don't have enough. That I want him to be quote unquote sick. I want him in their mind to be quote unquote suffer. I was doing this to my child. No, that's a terrible message. Exactly. Exactly. And so every Sunday praying, laying hands, all of this, because clearly I couldn't do it on my own. Didn't have the faith. Although it says faith as small as a mustard seed. I clearly didn't even have that. Oh my goodness. So I completely stepped away from religion and severed my relationship with God. Didn't want anything to do with him. Didn't want anything to do with any of it. Completely shut off. It was a trigger. It made me angry. It made me cry because what kind of God? would do this to my child? What kind of God would do this to my family? And so that was my experience with religion. A couple years ago, probably now about five years ago, I was on Facebook and I was talking about church hurts Mm -hmm. and all the pain that I suffered because of church people. You know, and people were commenting about it. And, you know, a lot of people had hurts from church. And one of my friends inboxed me and she said something that I never imagined. She said, you know, you can still have a relationship without religion. And I was like, what? Whoa, step back now. (laughs) I'm like, wait, tell me more about that this right and so she was talking to me and sharing some information and then I started digging and started digging and started digging and that's when I discovered spirituality that's when I discovered I can be exactly the way that I am and still have a relationship with God higher power universe spirit 
whatever it is. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, right? Whatever that, whatever that is that's yeah. bigger than you are to help you navigate in this world, I could have a connection to that. And that was really when my life changed. That, that looking in the mirror part and saying, I don't want this life, and then finding that connection and reconnecting to that higher source. It's like, okay, that gave me true permission to be myself yes. without <laughs> anything terrible happening to me. Yeah. So that gave me the license just to be me. <laughs> and that was the most wonderful feeling in the world. Isn't that just a glorious feeling? So between these two points, there were probably a couple of things that happened in your life. <laughs> I know you have multiple children that we kind of glossed over. So would you like to tell us a little bit about what your family looks like now? I do. I have two wonderful children. My son that I was telling you about is now 29. <gasps> wow. boy is almost 30 years old. And let me tell you something. He is doing amazing. He is one of the most chill, relaxed people I know could care less about anybody. Don't care what you think about him. He's going to do what he does. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful young man. His mama raised him right. Clearly, I did something right with that one. <laughs> um, and I also have a daughter, and she is 25, and she just got back from vacationing in Korea. Nice. Right. She took a five-day vacation. I'm like, she is so grown. Like, how many 25-year-olds go and get their passports and travel internationally? And she is doing so well. Um and her and her brother has such an amazing relationship, especially with her being the younger sister um, and really being an advocate for her older brother, who will always need some sort of assistance in his life, but really, truly independent, like <laughs> yeah. Look, I got this. <laughs> really, like yeah. a lot like his mama. Um, so that <laughs> I have two ex-husbands um, currently seeing someone um, yes. in, a, in a long-term relationship, which the most mature relationship I have ever been in. Very, very happy right now in my life I could finally say that Contessa Louise is happy in her <laughs> that's a beautiful thing absolutely I love that I love that so how did this realization this connection with the divine change things for you how did it change how you step out into the world how did it change your priorities and the decisions that you make on a day-to-day -day basis and so all of us have social media, you know, we're no stranger to the way that you are supposed to show, show up yes. in this world. There's this unwritten set of rules that says you're supposed to look a certain way. You're supposed to sound a certain way. You're supposed to dress a certain way. You're supposed to 
interact in society in this way if you want to be accepted by your peers and in society. Yeah, I don't quite do that. quite the direction that I took. And so I had to go back in time, basically, to figure out who Contessa really is, because I was a blank slate, a completely blank slate. And so I had to go and rewrite who I am by looking back at five-year-old Tessa. And what did she like? Mm-hmm. And what did she enjoy? And what was she like before somebody said, ah, 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 don't do that. You need ah, ah, ah. Look, Good girls don't do that. Yeah. Exactly. Good girls don't talk like that. Good girls don't say that. Oh, you're so bossy. You should sit down and be quiet. You should be seen, but not oh, heard. You should be right. really quiet arm candy. <laughs> right, right, right. You're too much. You're too much. Calm down. Calm down. Right. And so I had to go back to those things. It's like, yeah, I'm bossy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what you got to do about it? Yeah, I'm loud. Yes, I take up space. Yes, I am very sexy and sensual. And people are just going to have to adjust. Yep. Because this is who I am. And this is how I was created. Perfect for- in every aspect of meanness. Yes. I was created like this, just like you were created, however you are, with a spoonful of this and a lot of that and a pinch of that. You were created that way. So if I was created this way, what am I supposed to do with it? And how do I navigate all of this so that it's used for good and not used to harm people? Because I'm a master manipulator. I know this about me, but I use my manipulation in a good way. You know I what? Know. I've, I've been exploring a couple of concepts recently. One is beneficial selfishness. This is the whole put your oxygen mask on first, right? And the other is, um, oh, the, the words just went away. Ah, altruistic selfishness. Ooh, because I have learned that I can't keep a a promise to myself, but I will keep a promise to you all day long. And so my altruistic selfishness is I start things that I know I need to be doing to support others because I will keep that promise to them and thereby keep that promise to myself. I love that. Absolutely love that. I'm going to have to write that down on my chalkboard. <laughs> that. that is so good. Yeah. So I've been working with the whole selfishness shadow side of things, which I guess brings us back around to the shadow work. Mm-hmm. How did your shadow work start? Oh, my gosh. My shadow work was going into those those things that I talked about, that five-year-old Tessa, and slowly pulling out one and testing it, right? And see, how does that show up when I just let it be, right? Mm-hmm. When I just let it do what it wants to do. 
What does it do? When I talked about being a master manipulator, what does that look like? And how does that naturally show up? Mm-hmm. Right? And where does that become a tool as opposed to a pitfall? Right. And where do I need to pull that back and be like, well, we're not going to use it in that way. Yeah, that's, that's not a good spot for that. <laughs> not a good spot. That causes harm to people. But when I use it in the way that I speak in order to draw people in to create change, that's when manipulation is good. Because we don't call that manipulation anymore. We call that being a great public speaker, right? Yes. And aw- she's an awesome promoter. <laughs> That's still manipulation. Marketing is a form of manipulation. We just don't call it that because manipulation sounds bad, but nothing is good or bad. It's all tools. It's what they're used in service of. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I had to do. Dip down there, see how it works, see how I can use it for my purpose and the reason why I was created and let it do its thing. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. I love that. And I want to dig more into the work that you're doing now because I know you've got some exciting stuff coming. You guys want to hang around for this. We are coming up on a break as you might could tell. Uh, You can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm also out there. It's Zofia Renea Morales, the Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A-M-O-R-A-L-E-S. And Contessa is also on LinkedIn at Contessa Louise, C-O-N-T-S-S-A-L-O-U-I-S-E. And stay with us through the break. We will be right back and better than ever. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero, inspiring, problem-solving, and informing. Packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. 
We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you so much for staying with us. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I'm here with Contessa Cooper, and we are having a fabulous time this afternoon. And before break, we went ahead and we were talking about shadow work and doing shadow work, which brings us kind of around to this concept. We're in this world of duality, right? And there's this tendency to lump things into categories because... That's what duality is about. There's light and dark, there's good and bad, there's high and low and all of this stuff. Do you really think that we are made up of parts of, well, this is a good person, this is a bad person, or that's a bad aspect of myself? I don't think so. Um, I think that's, people use terms like good and bad because they are comfortable with certain parts of other people or certain parts of themselves. And I love the example of the lion, right? No one looks at a lion and says, oh my gosh, lions are bad because they're running around chasing poor little, you know, elks or whatever and eating them up and, and ripping them away from their families. That's like, that's just how a lion is. And that's how I see people. We just are. And I feel like we're put here on this earth to figure out who we are and how to navigate in this space. We didn't come, I don't care how many baby books you read, right? We didn't come with instruction manuals. No, and some of the baby books are really bad, actually. <laughs> like, who, who are these people without children writing about? Right, telling me how to raise my child. Seriously, but there's no book on Contessa, right? There's mm-hmm. no book on Sophia. And yep. so we got to figure it out. Um, well, and there's no like manual either, right? Yeah, this is how yeah. you pull it all together. They, there just isn't, uh, this is the manual to life. Maybe that's my next book. Here, here's right, the manual right. to life. <laughs> right. And, and, and that doesn't exist. Yeah. And so as we're trying to figure out how to maneuver in this life, and you have all these outside voices, these outside opinions that really don't matter. But because we so much want to belong, we put all that stuff that makes you you away so that you can fit in and you don't feel alone yes space but the reason why you feel alone is because you're not truly being you and you're Mm -hmm. surrounded by people who are not authentically connected to this fake version of you I didn't find that joy. I didn't find that happiness until I truly showed up as myself. I have this picture of me. (laughs) I have this picture of me, right? And I'm sitting undressed, but everything, you know, strategically covered. Tastefully arranged. Tastefully arranged with these big purple sunglasses on and I'm reading a book. And I said, yeah, I'm no, I'm not very ladylike, <laughs> but I'm definitely 100% a lady. 
right? (laughs) Because I am. Just because I don't follow social norms, just because I don't follow the rules that you feel like I should be following, doesn't make me any more or any less a lady, a woman, a spiritual being deserving of love and respect. Exactly. I have a question for you because I know there are people out there who are like, oh, I'm wrestling with my shadow today, you know, and what's, what are the mistakes that you see people make when they try to go into shadow work on their own unsupported? So you definitely need to have support, whether it's support of a healer, whether it's the support of a therapist, a really good friend (laughs) that you trust, that you can be honest and open about. You need to have someone who knows that you're going through this because you can dig up traumas, you can dig up triggers, you can dig up thoughts that you didn't realize you had because there was a reason why you decided to shut away this part of you. Did you cause harm to someone else? Did you cause harm to yourself? Was someone being extremely judgmental to you? And so you shut that part away. So as you open these things up, there are going to be some open wounds Mm -hmm. that you did not know you had. Well, and I know for myself, when I open these, these compartments, I haven't processed this shit. It jumps out as alive and hairy as it ever was. (laughs) Yeah. So I always suggest don't open them all at once. Don't open them all at once and uh, don't open them alone. (laughs) No, please pick one. I also know someone who opened up a door and their shadow side completely engulfed their life and they didn't have someone there to reel it back in. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You have completely changed to the opposite. So you went from one side completely over to the other side. And we need you to be somewhere in here. Well, where you're still the guiding force, right? It hasn't taken you over. (laughs) So we don't want you to be empty on the inside, but we don't want it to completely take over your life. So you need to have some sort of awareness (laughs) of who you are and the direction that you want to go in this. We don't want you to be like the Joker. We're completely. (laughs) Oh, my God. And that film is so intense. But Uh, this is not a film review. Okay. (laughs) Shadow side completely took over. Um, Precisely. we don't, we don't want that for you at all. We want so your now shit. that we've like terrified everybody. <laughs> we want you to walk hand in hand with each other. Yeah. So and let's let's hear a little bit about what shadow work with you is like. Now that we've terrified everybody about doing it on their own. <laughs> it, it, 
and you know what? It's it's different for everyone. And so if you like to journal, we'll be doing a lot of journaling. We'll be doing a lot of writing. We'll be doing a lot of self-reflection. If you don't like to write, then we'll be doing it another way. We'll be reading a lot of books and I'll be using a lot of examples in history or in life or in, in current current um, culture to let you know. So this part of you is a lot like this person and this is how they show up in the world. And here are some more examples of how this shows up in the world. Uh, and in how amazing, you- magnificent, positive ways. Yes. Right. How would you like to show up in the world as one of these? And, and we actually go into what your shadow looks like when you are in alignment with your shadow and what that can look like for you. And we also talk about stepping out because that can be scary to be authentically you because who are you all this time? People are so used to you being one way. And when you start to show up as you, there's going to be resistance. And so we talk Mm -hmm. about how to deal with that and how to deal with that fear of being yourself. And oh my gosh, what if nobody likes me? Remember when <laughs> I told you that all those people had a choice to stay around in my life or to leave? 90% stayed. Isn't <laughs> and that then, something? Right. You think that people won't like you. In reality, they're probably going to like you even more because with you being your authentic self, that gives them permission to, to be themselves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Absolutely love that. So how did you get started on doing your shadow work? Was there a particular triggering moment when you went, oh, Oh, this I have to, I have to do something with this. And so when I was digging up, you know, little Tessa, and when I started to look at my different shadows and how I had used them in my past for to harm other people because I didn't understand the purpose of it. That's when I decided that I was going to work with those and truly become my authentic self. And so I literally had to find examples of the people who I wanted to be like, who shows up like this and it's okay to show up like this. And so I got literally like role models, like I can be like this person. I can be like that person and be okay. And this is how I use my shadow. This is how I use my sensuality. This is how I use my bossiness. This is how I use my manipulation. This is how I use Contessa is really weird. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I am really weird. And you like I, it, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I attract other weirdos. And together, a, a whole group of weirdos is out there changing the world. And it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Now, I know there are listeners out there who are going, oh, I want more Tessa. <laughs> uh, do you have any tips for the people out there on ways that they can express themselves more fully into their life, embrace their shadow for good, 
um, and then perhaps share how they might be able to remain in contact with you. Absolutely. The first thing that I want you to do is, number one, forgive yourself for anything that you've done in your past that may have caused harm to you or to anyone else. That forgiveness thing is super, super huge. And I love that you mentioned that because that's what we did last week. (laughs) Good. Go back and listen to last week's episode (laughs) for the details on how to do just that. Okay. So that's the first thing. Yes. And the second thing is give yourself permission to be you, regardless of what that looks like. Go out and be you and and do it in steps. Like if you're not ready to be, ta-da, here I am, show up a little bit as yourself Mm -hmm. and then take the next step. I like, I literally wrote out today, I'm going to do this. Tomorrow, I'm going to do that. I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to show up like this. I'm not going to dress like this anymore. I'm going to dress the way I want. I'm not going to speak like this anymore. I'm going to speak the way I want. And I did it in steps so that I could be comfortable with myself. And hopefully the people that I care about would be comfortable with me too. So you don't have to do it all at once. You can do it. Please don't do it all at once. It can be overwhelming. Do it in a way that feels good to you. Yeah, and and change that one thing that's so important to you first, and then maybe something that's not as important to you, and then come back to something that's more important and flesh it out. Exactly, exactly. And and, and it's okay if you, like, do it, then you take a step back and be like, whoo, that was scary. (laughs) Hey, I survived. (laughs) Do it again, and do it again. And do it again until it's no longer scary and you're comfortable in your own skin. And you're going to wake up. It's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't die. Everything's okay. The world didn't end. And guess what? I'm happy. Yes. Yes. What was it like the first time you, you really stepped out and embraced that? I was scared. I was scared. I showed up on a Facebook Live with half my head shaved. <laughs> and the applause that I received, the, oh my gosh, I've never seen you glow like that before. You seem so happy. I am so glad you finally showed up. Just all these positive comments from everybody. Because I hid for a couple months as I was going through my own work and trying to figure out who I am and what I wanted to be. And then I finally showed up as me and everybody was like, yes, yes, that's what we wanted. <laughs> there you go. That is beautiful. And I like that. We will, we will end on that high note here. That's fabulous. Thank you so much for being my guest here today. Thank you for having me. And to all you out there in listener land, we really do want to talk to you. I I know a lot of times you hear people say that and they're like, yeah, 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 sure you do. We actually do. So come see us. I'm on Facebook, Zofia Renea, Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A. And Contessa is at Contessa Louise, C-O-N-T-S-S-A-L-O-U-I-S-E. And we do want to hear from you. We want to hear about your journey. And we want to support you in any way we can. And until next week, go out there and live soul first.
Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 